What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Even More About Nothing. Uh, I am your host, Matt. Welcome back once again. Follow me on all my social media at Matt underscore Ogutu. That's two T's in Matt. It's like most people, as a matter of fact, someone emailed me the other day. And do you know how they spelled Matthew? One T. Terrible left decision. <laughs> and I just don't understand how that happens. I don't understand why anyone chooses to name their kid Matthew with one T. Yeah. All right. Yep. Yep. I'm, I'm that bull. But anyways, yeah, that's Matt underscore Ogutu. O-G-U-T-U is the last name. And if this is your first time listening to us, we just want to say welcome. You have jumped onto the board of nothing. We talk about nothing and everything at the same time. That, that sounds solid. It's a solid intro. And at this point, we're just going to move forward. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know we can't have an actual episode without going 17 minutes for an intro. Facts. It's not a real show if you don't have an intro. It's longer than your actual show. Yeah. And we need to come up with like... Uh, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Tagline? Like, no, not a tagline. We already have a tagline. True. Uh, how authors have pen names or whatever. Pseudonyms? Pseudonyms. We need to come up with pseudonyms for all of us. We need to have at least five that we go through. I have through. like 19 pseudonyms. Yeah, you do. I do. One of them is Prince of Thieves. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. I am not going to stand for this fraudulent assault no. on my you good are You are Nigerian. So. I have yet to... Never mind. I've never been... I plead the fifth. <laughs> One, two, three, four, fifth. All right. So since you're already going on your tangent, just... Let everyone know who they're talking to. Hi, I'm Mookie. Uh, sometimes Pink Polar Mookie. Uh, but recently, Granddad Mookie. Because I got the whole like Granddad thrift store swag going on. And everyone's like, so oh, nice. oh, <laughs> I just I don't want to print out. Okay, so first of all, shout out to our boy Brent. Facts. Uh, he 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 literally is the plug. The plug. The plug. Right. So Definition just, of the word plug. I just remember, so we have this, uh, this group text. And... I first saw him tweet about it on Twitter, and he tagged you, but I don't think you were on Twitter at that point in time. I, I just didn't see it. I think and, I was taking a nap. And so, <laughs> all of a sudden, I just see in our group text, he's like, yo, Mookie, Cargo Lager got some Yeezys. And he's like, he's like, what? He said, Are they like, real or fake? <laughs> I was like, picks right now. I need to verify if these are real. And so, and, and I tell you, from the time he said that to the time... That Mookie is like, all right, bet, say no more. I'm on my way. I am calling Cargo Largo right now. It was probably like, what, 30 minutes? Max. 30 minutes max, <laughs> and he's on his way to pick up some Yeezys. Max. The funny thing is, he goes, hey, guys, I got them cheaper than what they were posted. Brent <laughs> <laughs> was like, did you rob them? <laughs> no, straight up. So, like, homie Brent, shout out to the homie Brent, forever the real plug. Uh, also, shout out to Carl Largo for being, like, the sneakerhead's best friend because right. apparently they really got it out here. I walk up in Cargo, I, like, I hear the thing. I check their gram. I call them. I was like, where did you get them from? And they gave me the Adidas factory and everything. I'm like, oh, yo, these are real. He's real. I'm like, I'm on my way. I'm calling. It's like, first come, first serve. I'm calling every 10 minutes. Eventually, the chick at the boutique was like, yo, what is your name? We'll put them on hold for you, bro. No. <laughs> I was like, my name is Caleb. C-A-L-E-B. I gave him my middle name, my last name. Yo. I, I borderline gave him my social security number. I was like, hold these shoes, bro. Dude, the fact you gave them your middle name. I was like, I got my ID. I have my passport, yo, my birth all, certificate. What more do you need? You need a need? nickname. Like- <laughs> 
So I pull up. I'm like, yo, I'm the guy who called about the Yeezy. She handed me the shoes. I open them up. I check the bottoms. They're clear. I check the toe tags. They're clear. I check the inserts. They're clear. I check the smell because, like, fake mm. Yeezys have a bad glue smell. I check the smell. These are legit. I mm. took a picture real quick, sent them to my guy on Instagram. He does legit checks. He was like, oh, yeah, these are real. I was like... Ring them up right now. Right. She rung them up. She's like, oh, wait, it took $150 off. I'm like, don't say nothing else. I'm paying. I'm paying right now. Don't call nobody. Hey, I don't need to hear anybody. Hey, hey guess what we're opinion. done discussing? The price of these Take shoes. Take a wild guess. The price of these shoes. I paid and ran out. I didn't even bother looking at anything else. I just grabbed my Yeezys, hugged them, and right. I ran out of the store. Hold it nah. on. Usually they check your people rec- walking in with carts. You just smiling. Like, hey, like, you don't even know. Have a good day now. You don't even know. I, you know, usually they check your receipt I just held my receipt out for the dude at the door like don't say nothing else Charles right. I'm out right. I'm out um, yeah so they were super legit I just, I just imagine like as this is happening out of the corner of your eye or just like if this is a TV show like it watch shows you like walking out like holding it like with your receipt stuck yeah. out and then it just like pans this lady over here in the shadow and it's the lady from the cookout on her phone <laughs> <laughs> hey uh, so this gentleman just walked out really fast yeah no so that was definitely the Best pickup. Uh, that's the best sneaker pickup store I've ever had. Um, so shout out to Cargo Largo and the homie Brant for being the real MVPs of the week. Other than that, I've had a really, really boring week. So. <laughs> All right. Continue with the intro. <laughs> I really didn't do much this week. It's been a quiet week. That's about it. I ain't got you're not. You're not even going to tell people who you are right now. Oh, Rafiki. But, you know, hey, uh, that's I'm just here. Yeah, doing my thing. Mm-hmm. And we also have a returning guest. It's always a great time when he's on the show. Hey. It's our boy Spicy Chicken Flavor. I like realized you can't like see me doing that, so I was like, but yeah. Uh my week, I mostly just worked. Cause you know, February twenty one, like that's like all you ever do. Oh, I have a similar story because it actually happened this week, so I'm allowed to tell it. But uh, I was at the River Market, and they have, like, venues or whatever. And this, like, old dude was just, like, selling just boots. And, you know, I'm, like, a sucker for a combat boot. Mm-hmm. So, like, I saw these boots. They were my size, and they were $75. And I was like, do you take a card? And he's like, no. And he's like, how much cash do you have? And I'm like, I have $15, dude. And he goes, I'm tired, and I'm old. Just take them. <laughs> so I got, like, a pair of steel toe boots for, like, 15 bucks. Dude. Talk about us. Yeah. <laughs> Was I here finessing the whole system? Uh, I don't have any notable pickups that happened this week because that that just seems to be the theme of this week, among other things. But uh, (laughs) other things, including the World Cup and like how the Germans are a bunch of machines. Yo, Yo, that game was. I feel like they were decided like, oh man, everyone has us as the favorites. We need some. We need some pressure on our team. So they lost the first game on purpose, and then it's like, oh yeah, we're gonna struggle for ninety nine percent of the second game, and then thirty seconds left on the clock. Oh yeah, I should probably score now. Have that. In the bottom of the net. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, we're just gonna put that in there because Mm. we can. Like, literally, it looked like the ball was just like, oh, this is what we're doing? Cool. Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dead, dead fish in the net. Right. Uh. He, 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 put a, he put, like, a drone in the ball. It's just like, pull out the remote control. Like, it's like when Fortnite put in that rocket control. Yeah. <laughs> remote control rocket launcher. Incognito wheels. No, they removed that because it was OP. <laughs> the Germans are the rocket control. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. The Germans are a rocket control RPG in Fortnite. That's they, exactly they, what they, they are. They really are. Uh, See homeboy on the sidelines pop the hands, hands on my own. <laughs> 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 it's like, oh, it's about to make us interesting. Into the <laughs> So I will say uh, my week has been uh, uneventful, which is usually good, especially after like the week before that. It was good for it to be uneventful. I ended up going to uh, this thing called the AV Club show that they had. So a bunch of visual artists and audio artists uh, there. Fire. Uh, it was really good. I ended up running into Mookie there. Mm-hmm. So every once in a while, like despite even though we're like on the same podcast and we spend a considerable amount of time in each other's proximity. Facts. We usually aren't in the same vicinity outside of that. Facts. And so the fact that we ended up in the same building at the same time. Usually because I don't leave a house. Right. Like if I'm not here, I'm at my house. Literally all the featured artists that night were like my friends, mm-hmm. and I wanted to go so bad and like support them, but I closed on a Saturday yeah. at Forever 21. Trash. Literally this lady, she had like her purse in her hand, and she like knocked a shirt off a rack or something like that, and it fell on the floor, and she goes, ugh, this store is so messy, and walks away. <laughs> and I'm like, I would huh. fight you with that. Right, man. I was just like, it's like well, yo, you want to come pick the huh, shirt off? No, no, like, no you, that, that's, mm-hmm. when you're, that's when you're just walking by, like as you're, like, you're sweeping, or you're like, mm-hmm. you're like whatever mopping you just kind of like knock her over it's like Ugh, this place is so messy right <laughs> uh, well don't piss Matthew off right <laughs> these y'all, y'all know, like I hate to admit it on there but y'all know I can be petty like right. real petty uh, but I'm usually just 98% of the time I just don't care mm. But anyway, so yeah, the AV Club. What was really cool about it was a lot of the audio artists, what they did was they loaded them onto cassette tapes. Mm-hmm. They had cassette players, and that was a really nice vintage touch. Yeah. I know. I went to the first one, and it was really cool. Like, me and uh, Lath went mm-hmm. together, yeah. But then, like, this time, like, Chase was featured there, and, like, he was DJing. Yes, like... on the ones and twos. So our boy... Uh, He's going by his... I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, actually. Never mind. I'm not going to say that. Chase is deceased on Instagram. Uh-huh. Uh, was on the ones and twos, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. So, funny story. Mookie was talking about, like, how he's giving, like, all, all his names. And so, I was taking him around, introducing him to, like, some of my friends that are there or whatever. And so, then I was introducing him to Chase. Mm-hmm. And so, then I was just like... I was like, oh, yeah, this is Chase. And so, then he tried saying, he's like, my name is Mookie. And so, then Chase stopped. He's like, what? <laughs> I was like, just call him Caleb. Like, mm. that's all you really need to know. He's like, no, I go by Mookie. Right. Yeah, and he was like, oh, I, I think I've seen you. And I was like, yeah, I follow you on Instagram. He goes, oh, okay. And I was like, mm. yeah, that's he, pretty much what he, happened. He gets that a lot. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yo. Oh, so did I ever tell So <laughs> prior to that, there was a meetup that I went to for, like, a bunch of photographers and models on, okay, on Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually... <laughs> I went there because my friend wanted to buy art for me, and I knew I was going to be there. So I was like, yeah, just meet me here. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I couldn't find you guys, so Mm -hmm. I just, like, sold my piece and just left. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, if you would have just texted or FaceTimed someone. but It wasn't that important to me. I was tired from work. Like, Forever 21 is so draining. It It really really is. is. But uh, anyway, so then I was... Uh, talking to someone, I was in the middle of a conversation, and then these two girls walk up or whatever, mm-hmm. and they look, they stopped looking at me for a second, and then I was like, "Hey, are you? Wait, what's your name?" Right. <laughs> I had to stop for a second. I was like, "The audacity! Right? How are you gonna try and recognize me and then ask me what my name is?" Right. It, it turns out that we had a mutual friend that they were talking to at one point mm-hmm. and they happened to see us in public after they weren't talking anymore and so 
<laughs> she, she just had to confirm that I was who she thought I was. So Dang, that's the tea on that. <laughs> all, all the tea. Mm-hmm. All the tea. I couldn't give you all the facts, though. Of course not. No, we ain't trying to incriminate yeah, yeah, nobody. Yeah, yeah. But no. on that, though, we should probably get to the show. Yeah, really. <laughs> we really have to 17 minutes, really, since we started this. But um, lots of cool or interesting stuff. Not a lot. Just a few notable yeah. things that happened over the past week. Uh, yeah, if you, if you guys are regular listeners... Shout out to all you people, especially the people who are still somehow listening to us in China. I don't know who you are or why you're still listening, but we do greatly appreciate you. So shout out to you. You already know that we usually do gaming and anime content, but being E3 over the last two weeks, we decided you know take a little break from gaming content, especially because there's a little dearth of news. There is some itsy bitsy news out there but nothing major it's everyone mm. following it was like the second follow-up of e3 and everyone's kind of gearing up for like the summer releases um and then we're gonna get into the big fall things like that 2k is doing some things that are annoying and the alive isn't as quite as dope as we thought it was a couple games are releasing earlier than we thought they were especially uh <laughs> rockstar <laughs> rockstars is being rockstar are breaches they were like oh y'all want to move out of our release date cool we're gonna move up to your release date we're gonna come out of what three weeks earlier yeah, just moved up a whole three weeks. Why? Because they can. And they want all of the money. Um, so that's about it as far as we're concerned for gaming news. So let's get into some some music, yeah. some anime, and then some social media nonsense. Gaming is so much like fashion. Like literally there's like summer releases and like fall releases. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're releasing on this date. Well, now nah, I'm doing this. Like yeah. designers do that all the time. I'm like, wow. Like, can, we talk about, can we talk about Beyonce and Jay-Z being extra petty for Kanye? Mm, yeah. So, so do you, know about did you listen to uh, their latest album that they dropped? The Carters? The Carters? Not all of it. I haven't, like, so Forever first, 21, like, I haven't, yeah. like, just sat down and listened to it. And especially with all the yeah. music, same music that's playing day oh, in Oh, yeah, day. the music, yeah, I need new music, just because, like, they play the worst music for so, the worst. Um, yeah. First of all, a lot of people prior to this, so if you remember the Met Gala's happened, like, what, two months ago? Yeah. Or mm-hmm. something like that. Notably, the Carters were not present at the Met Gala. And people were just like, Oh, it was like, does, I was like, does Beyonce feel left out? Like, why didn't they show up? Yeah, because if you don't know, the Met Gala is an invite only. You mm-hmm. can't, like, you can't even get within, like, a 10-mile radius of the mm-hmm. city because it's blocked off if you do not have an invite. Like, the, Unless the you're in New Ocean's York, 8, yeah, then you can just New York literally up, like, blocks it off yeah. because it's such a private event. And there's so much high collateral. So everyone's like, did the Carters not get invited? Is it because they were, like... Not showing up at the Grammys and blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, no, they yeah, just yeah. chose not to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so, 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 so then literally, two months later, so what is it? They dropped the album and they had the music video that literally same time yes. that dropped. Do you know what they did? They rented out the entire Louvre, the Louvre, mm-hmm. to shoot a music video. One music video. But y'all couldn't do that like the next day. Like I, was, I was waiting so to see what petty. Beyonce was going to wear. Like, they, are, be, like, they are, listen, they are the epitome of their pettiness. There is a mm-hmm. line on there when Beyonce goes, hey, if I cared about money, I would have dropped Lemonade on Spotify. F you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what did Spotify do to deserve this spike? <laughs> right. <laughs> Spotify's out here just trying to catch a lick and, you know, pay somebody a little bit less than they deserve. But hey, you know, they're trying to get money too. They're, they're a company, they're a business. And Beyonce is like, get up out of here. And now everybody's leaving Spotify. <laughs> and then taking shots of Kanye three times, we've counted so far. So there's a line on there. If you don't know, Kanye, before it was referred to as Yee, was Yeezus. Mm-hmm. The album the fashion thing so mm-hmm. Yeezus um, was the moniker he was going by at the time Jay-Z and Kanye dropped Watch the Throne so uh, apparently because 
Beyonce is just done with the whole situation. She just goes, yeah, it's Hove and Beezus. Watch the throne. I'm like, why would you do that? Why would you go ahead and just take over this man's whole moniker? You had Queen Bee. You had all your, your beehive is already here. And now you're just going to take the man's Beezus like moniker? You can't even do nothing about it because Kanye is just being reckless. Right. Third shot. They dropped the album the same day as Kanye released his three out of four records because he produced four albums in like a month. An accomplishment. I it. Uh, no, actually, it's five. Pusha T, his own private, Kid C Ghost, which is him and Kid Cudi, Nas, and then just Friday released Tiana Taylor. So five albums in the span of a month. Accomplishment. Kanye's still dope. Music is not as dope as what, but production is still A1 sauce. Nas, album's been waiting for like seven, eight years. He drops it, and then literally an hour later, Beyonce and Jay-Z, secret album release. Yeah. Guess who gets pushed out of the number one spot? Nas. <laughs> <laughs> So petty the Carters are. So petty. They really are. But it's so good. It it really is. It, it So, I don't know what it is about this particular album. I can't say that I've particularly been, like, a Beyonce, like, advocate. Yeah. Been like, a fan, but well, I'm not a Beehive member. Yeah, right. not a Beehive. I, I'm not a Beyonce fan. Like, she's dope, and I'm not like, yo, like, everything she does is the most amazing, yeah. like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I've never fully, like, completely understood that. Like, yeah. I un- I understand it, but I'm not the same way. Like, she's never done anything that I haven't liked. But at the same time, I'm not like, oh, my gosh, this is the best thing that's ever happened to anybody I, I will ever. say the one like, time that I was just like, yo, Beyonce is the best ever was when she showed up on the famous Jet Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> talk about flashback. Uh, for those of you that don't know, and if we really want to date our date ourselves, that that was uh, an old school Disney show. That was like early two thousands. Yeah, mm-hmm. like early early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that dropped really good. Like it was a really good album. She was super aggressive on there. Very, very, very aggressive. And I don't know that I've ever heard her be that aggressive. And the thing about it, it's like, it's super aggressive, but then she turns around and just says, you know, I do what I want. So you can't even say, this is like, I'm coming for your whole trap. Because you know I'm Beyonce and I do what I want. And you're just like, ah, that doesn't have me out of gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so well, okay. Earlier, earlier this week, so I was at work and so then, uh, we kept, it's like we're sitting in our cubicles. Then like on the other side of the wall, there's like this other guy who's sitting there and... They, he was talking to someone, and then my name had to get thrown in the conversation. Obviously, they're saying it loud enough for me to hear. They're like, it's like, yeah, Matt's out of control. And I just, I was just like, it's like, dang it, I do what I want. Within reason. <laughs> and that's pretty much what it was. It's just like, oh, uh, so yeah, really good. If you guys haven't checked it out, uh, go ahead, give it a listen. It is on Apple Music. It's on title. title. It's on it's not, I'm not yeah. sure if it's on Spotify or not. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you yeah, say, yeah, though, it's yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's on Spotify. Uh, if you did listen to it, go ahead and uh, tweet us your favorite uh, Carter's lyric. Uh, I know everyone's going out, going crazy over the song Ape Shit. Boss is such a better song. And, like, the flexing on Boss is subtle, but it's higher than any... It's it's. It, there's so much flexing that goes on on the song Boss. It's like the entire album compressed into one song is just like, we're better than you. And boss is the epitome of that. It's literally just like, yeah, I'm a boss and do what I want. I own the Forbes list. And I was like, 
I was driving and I had to park. I was like, "What?" He had to park. I had to yeah. park. I was like, "What do you mean?" Yeah, he's like, he's like, it's. Yeah, she was. I think my favorite line in the entire album, which is off boss, is like, "My great, my great grandchildren already rich. Already rich. Yeah. That's a whole lot of brown children on your Forbes list." I was. Like, I had to pull over. Like, Wait a minute. Oh boy, am I, am, I, am I the only one that heard that? Right. We're just gonna I mean, assault Forbes like that? Okay, that's fine. Someone just saw you pull over like that and they just nod in your head. Like, yeah, yeah, I was in yeah, the yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get my blinker on real quick. You yeah. alright? Right. Let me move out of his way. Yeah. He needs to take this in. He needs a minute. Right. So, yeah, go, go ahead and tweet us your favorite lyric from there from Wanda and Cosmo. Uh, <laughs> Jay-Z running around with no socks, shirt, and a green suit. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I died when someone pointed that out on Twitter. It's like, yo, Wanda and Cosmo in real life. And I was like, yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. They are great probably, wishes. Yeah, they do whatever they want. They really do whatever they want. But anyways, uh, so like we said, let us know. Tweet us your favorite lyrics from them. But we also talked about at least... Oh, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about how there was an adaptation of the Dragon Ball series mm-hmm. called Dragon Ball Heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came out as a manga, and the premise of it is, like, these kids are playing video games, and you can pretty much take any characters from any time period, you throw them together in, like, a story sequence or whatever. We did get a preview of the series this past week. Yes. And it looks pretty interesting. And what they had in it, which sparked quite a debate, was Super Saiyan Blue... Goku versus Super Saiyan 4 Goku. Ooh. And they were asking who would win in a fight. That's a good question. I would say Super Saiyan Blue. And it, it's really hard to gauge the like the power, power scaling because it. they're they're coming from two completely completely different lines of story and they're However, I mean, in both sides of it, Four and God are kind of the epitome, epitome in each of their realms because so what is it? Super Saiyan One is supposed to duplicate your original base power, right? I think the original, I have no something idea like that. Like the idea is it's supposed to double, yeah. and then I think second is something like like there's like uh, uh, obviously that multiplier. Yeah. However, I I remember watching a YouTube video that mul- explained the multipliers exactly for each power level, each Saiyan form, and when they put Super Saiyan Four, it was just absolutely and utterly ridiculous, and I'm like. That's not math anymore. Yeah, no, math that's not math. That's not math anymore. <laughs> Speaking so. of Dragon Ball Z, they uh, have announced officially, and this is straight coming straight from the uh, producers of the Dragon Ball series. They are remastering and re-releasing four classic DBZ movies Ooh. to theater. To theaters, um, I think they've seen the success of uh like how well uh resurrection f did and obviously the finale of super just kind of like blew everyone away with their views and then they re-aired it and it got higher views Mm -hmm. which doesn't really happen usually you air something on the first time you get a lot of views and then the second airing you get like uh two-thirds or sometimes a half Half of the view but yeah usually it's like two-thirds to a half depending on like how popular the series but they got more views on the second viewer just because everybody wanted to see your boy 18 come through yeah <laughs> man of the year man, man, man of the year or I guess android of the year um, but I think it's really cool that they're doing this and I think they are as you said paying attention to how much anime is capitalizing and capturing the attention of the greatest fear particularly in basketball something has happened that all these basketball players have just decided to admit that they're a bunch of nerds and um, getting custom shoes first of all 
I just want to know who we have to talk to and what level and at what platform we have to be on before people are sending us custom custom sneakers. Yeah. Shaquille, uh, so Shaquille O'Neal's son, Sharif and Shakira O'Neal, they're uh, such big fans of DBZ that they got a custom signed painting of a Super Saiyan Blue Goku. And then they got a wolf. Well, it's a husky. And they named him Trunks. And then they got a pair of custom jackets for Trunks. Like, custom Trunks jacket for their dog because... You know. See, that irritates me. I've been <laughs> repping this stuff for forever, right? Like, since I was little. Like, I took all the heat from it. From right. All the we are the ones school. who suffer. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, yeah, like, we're, like, cool, but we still, like, anime. Oh, that's so cool. Not everyone's going to, like, anime, which is dope. Because yeah. then you have more people to talk about the new My Hero with. Facts. But, like. Yeah. But, like. Michael when- B. Jordan paved the way. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, but at the same time. I, he repaved it. He repaved it. The way it was paved, he came through and, you know... He, he ironed it out. He, he ironed he got He filled in the pothole. No, he was the third time around in cars when Lightning had to get the road fixed. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Deep cuts on this podcast. If you don't know what to talk about, get up on your Disney Disney watching. Go watch you some cars. Oh, man. Good times. Uh, no, but at NakaCon, I literally saw this dude from high school... They used to make fun of kids for liking anime, like in a, like a full cosplay. Like he had all his like friends behind him and stuff like that. And I'm just like, I'm what? Fight you? I'm like, what? What is the truth? What is the like, truth? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what are the actual facts? Like, right. But and he was like, oh man, I haven't seen you since high school. I'm like, yeah, because I hate you. Because I hate. <laughs> like, like, uh, so obviously, with Dragon Ball Heroes coming out, we're super excited to see the the way the Dragon Ball story is told and what this adds to it. But that also kind of showed up with another debate that we posted on our Facebook page. And I want to get you guys' input. What form do you think at minimum is required for Goku to beat Naruto and Sasuke in a fight? We talked about this. The parascaling is not enough. Here's my thing. Um, well, if, if we're looking at them within their own universes... I think um, it would have to be relatively high because it's a two-on-one fight. And we know Goku is just, has this Superman complex where he likes to fight you at your absolute best, which I think would... I legitimately think it would be a mistake for Goku to do it this time around. This is the one time I feel like, yo, Goku, you might not want to try it with these boys because here's the thing. Especially Sasuke? Especially, like, Sasuke is a legit killer. He actually has bodies on his resume. If he's out here getting <laughs> face tats, he got a couple, like, teardrops on the left eye. He didn't kill some people. Like... Actual real life bodies. Now Naruto might hold back for a little bit until Sasuke like starts bleeding and then just loses his mind because you know Naruto is emotional and can't handle himself. But um, if we're if we're comparing the universes like straight across, it would it would be easy for Goku to like beat them. I think probably in Super Saiyan well, One. But let's 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 if we're doing our own math and we're t- taking into consideration their relative strength within their relative universes. At their relative peak. Because some people are like, oh, well, Naruto's technically stronger after he becomes a Hokage. Yes! Technically. But that's not the peak. He's actually past his peak by the time we see We don't even get to truly see his peak between the war and him becoming Hokage. Because there's still some cleanup that has to happen. Exactly. And so... And he's he's more tame. He's got kids now. He's out here trying to get a 401k. But then again, like, they also know, like... 
when you have kids though, like there's a certain level of aggression that you kind of hit that you don't necessarily have when you're younger. younger. Yeah, exactly. So there's so I think the peak of like when like Boruto is a baby, like uh, maybe like one or two, and then Hinawari is literally a baby. That's probably his peak strength. I mean, we know during that area, no one even thought about attacking the Hidden Leaf because it would have been a death sentence. You would. Sasuke was on vacation, and Naruto would have eaten you alive. Sasuke would be like, oh, what? I heard we were... No, well, Naruto kind of handled it. Oh, cool. I'm, I'm going to go back on vacation. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so I think if we're considering them in their relative power, to two of them combined beat Goku 50-50. I think it's always 50. I don't think... I don't see, like, Goku cleaning them up 10 out of 10 times, but I don't see him losing that often either, except, like, I think maybe... Super Saiyan Blue versus, and again, the thing that I refuse to acknowledge can be defeated is QB surrounded in Susano armor. That is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. I know people are like, oh, well, they have stronger versions of that, but that's just dumb. The nine tailed fox surrounded in Sasuke's Susano armor is abuse of power. Right. It's just nonsensical. He's asking for impeachment. I am telling you. Somebody should have stopped writing right then and be like, no, we can't do this. This is not okay. The, the QB at that point can literally grab the moon and Thanos it at you just because it feels like it. Right. Um, Yo, I'm still upset when the, my homie... So, first of all, obviously, the end of Naruto, for those of you that haven't watched Naruto, I'm not going to say they're spoilers, because it's been it's been a while. Yeah, the you manga know, ended, yeah. what, in 2012 or right. something like that? So but like, anyways, uh, just like the fact that the Ninetales Fox chakra mode, it's straight up using the uh, Rasen Shuriken, mm-hmm. and, and then Sasuke with the Susanoo armor just like shot the bow and arrow, and I was right. just like, yo, fam. Right, this should not be allowed. It's not. It shouldn't be. Stop it. And they turn it into a sword. What more do I right. need to say? <laughs> but my whole thing, my whole thing with Naruto is like at first, like original Naruto, he starts with like the Rasengan or whatever, and then eventually he's allowed to throw it, and then like eventually it's just this huge like planet thing, and then like literally like naruto like it just it just became people just throwing giant balls at each other like that was it because it was like planetary devastation that's a giant ball like that's all it is like oh this one's purple now like oh shoot this one's better kurama goes giant ball i'm just like there was someone who i didn't i didn't watch the video but there was someone who was saying that uh in the original naruto kid naruto is overpowered yeah definitely he just doesn't realize it yeah, that was. He I would think be that dead was good so writing. Many times if it that, that was that times. was good writing. Now I'll agree right. with you on the whole like giant ball thing. Now mm-hmm. I will say it was a good progression when he could throw it because chakra manipulation had always been there. We mm-hmm. never knew about it until like no, literally, really literally from it. the get go, episode six, whatever it was, when they were talking yeah. about like walking on the waters up trees and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I know, I but not to that. that degree, like yeah. the elemental. So like when he started throwing it, mm-hmm. it made sense because he was a wind nature and mm-hmm. he started doing it. After that, then we're kind of like, I kind of get it. And right, they now using just, hand signs. That was my, my big yeah, thing. That was the yeah. entire first season of Naruto. Like, he had to learn all these hand signs and he couldn't do it in the, and like, Which is, eventually just a snap. And then now, all of a sudden, they're just like, I'm just going to throw all my energy See, no, see but the right. thing is, the fault is we're following a main character who uses one jutsu. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. One jutsu that requires a hand sign. Right. <laughs> And then what is oh what annoys me more than anything else is that his son 
uses the same jutsu. Shadow clone jutsu. I'm so sick of... And then they hit it one time and they disappear. Like, I... like. I know how it works. I've seen it done like so many times and like the different ways it like its strengths and its weaknesses. Like I'm just sick of seeing it. Like it, But then again, when when you're the son of Naruto and that's the only jutsu he truly knows. That's true. Like, what's he gonna learn? Not to mention he's watching his dad, and I'm pretty sure now that Jutsu is no longer forbidden. Yeah. And at this point, at this point, it was forbidden. Cause like, can we think about that for a moment? It was I, I just wanna know why it was. Because it is overpowered. And the thing is, like, it was... We don't learn why till later. It's overpowered unless you have RP Jutsu. Yeah, it's an overpowered Jutsu for regular people because it can extend... um, The limitations for regular people is that, okay, you can only summon as many clones as your Jutsu... As your chakra will allow you to. The problem is, Naruto has got genetic... He's cheating genetically because Mm -hmm. his mom just is, like, from this clan of just, like, infinite Jutsu reserves. And then he's got this (laughs) monster who has literally infinite Jutsu reserves. So this dude is literally just, like, a bottomless pit of just, like, chakra. And it's like, all right, I'm just gonna just keep summoning chakra out of nowhere. So it's doubly overpowered. That dude literally summoned a hundred thousand (laughs) clones. In a second, and nobody batted an eye. <laughs> right. Kakashi summons three, and everyone's in a frenzy. <laughs> Yo, what? I remember no, that. See, that's I remember what... it, was, it was so wild because Kakashi summons three like... clones, and everybody's like, oh my goodness, no, that's horrible. What are we gonna. A hundred thousand. It was like, oh, that's Naruto. I mean, what? Oh, Where? Where? What y'all what doing later? <laughs> However, like, but also, like, je- with the exception of Naruto, with the exception of Naruto, obviously. That Jutsu, and even Kakashi explains, it has such a drawback, though, especially on the mental capacity, because the ability that Naruto was able to use it to learn to even do uh, wind nature chakra manipulation, he was able to learn it, but we even saw the fatigue that had in him. Yeah, Imagine like, somebody like Kakashi. All the, yeah, all the sensory information that each clone yeah, experienced and then yeah. multiplied And then, that's the thing, and, and that's another thing that I didn't necessarily enjoy about Naruto. He's like, he's in sage mode, which is like over-sensory observation powers, and then he summoned two clones. I'm like, he should have literally not been able to focus on anything because he's sensitive. But remember, well, he's no, training no, before. No, yeah. I remember, I know, he was training well, in the sage is, land and learned how to control no, it. Not even no, before no, that, because he was doing chakra manipulation I mean, was, with, with multiple clones. Well, yeah, no, that's no, how he was able to learn The thing is, the misconception is, like, they're still... The thing is, like, it wouldn't overpower because they're still experiencing them individually, it wouldn't happen until Til like, they, they disappear and they like essentially So it happens one at a time rather than Yeah, all rather at than once. like pain where it's like, oh I see you over like all six of us see you because this guy's over here looking at you. Yeah. yeah. Like which that was also great. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I I think the entire thing just comes down to the greatness of Naruto and how dope that anime was. Again, I think we're at the we're at the point where we can emotions aside like nostalgia aside, we I'm, can we can definitely say ten ten is trash. That's not even worth the discussion. That is actual <laughs> fact. Third time on this podcast that we're having this conversation. Listen, this is a fact. We're gonna put it in the Ten Commandments of white noise. Ten ten is trash. Oh, fine. <laughs> Listen, bro. Look, when you, you get beat by gust, you have to go home. Okay, she didn't you even act, try. No, 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 no. That's not gust. That's like. I'm World thinking wind? of another like f- flying type. Whirlwind? Yeah, some like okay. It's barely no. swift, bro. It misses no. all the no. time. Listen, listen. Cause homegirl with okay, Shikamaru's fight with homegirl with the flute. 
He was about to die. And then here comes Tamari with her OP, like, fan or whatever. Well, but this is about this who inside Jutsu blows away a whole forest. But this is years later, though. We're talking about when Tamari was just learning. No that, no, that was literally within the same time frame, both tuning exams. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to withdraw I'm going to tell you I like... <laughs> I like anime as like an art form. Facts. So like I like I like when like the scenes are beautiful and there's just all this color and stuff like that. So when Ten Ten comes with like rising twin dragons, like it's cool like scroll thing, you're like, that, Oh my gosh, cool. That's Tamari just like that's not cool. I don't wanna watch that. No, she like, I mean, she was like she literally didn't even try. It was like Willow Smith and like, I, my I know she just goes just, like she didn't even whip the fan, she just kinda moved a little bit. I'm like, y'all are you know, lazy. I'm I just, sorry. I just, I just wanna point out for a when you see all three moons, you know you've won the match. I don't I don't care. <laughs> I just want to point out for a secret finishing move that we only saw it twice in the entire series. Right. Rising Twin Dragons. Yeah, and because like, the because second I admit that she's not that good, so there's no point in like watching her do it over again. Here's my thing. Here's my but thing. like that one time just like The one time was cool. The second time she used it, she almost died from her own attack. Because they just repelled it. She was like, I'm going to do twin summoning dragons. And then she threw it at him. And dude was like, uh, goodbye. <laughs> you want this demon? Yo, oh, yo, you going to throw a demon wind shuriken at me? Have it back right in the forehead. <laughs> and then she was like, cool, I'm going to take this demon fan and almost die. What are you doing that every time you try to fight somebody, I just wanna say, you're the one who almost dies. <laughs> if, if you want to know how to use like a demon wind shuriken, just take notes from my boy Sasuke. Episode 8. See, that's what I'm talking about. Like, when I'm talking about, like, the giant balls or whatever, like, cool, whatever. But, like, the original Naruto. Like, when he throws the demon wind shuriken, and all of a sudden it was Naruto. That was a mind-blowing moment. I was just, like, I was just so shook. I was like... Wait, you can do, like, there's just so much you can do with these simple jutsus, but then they're like, planetary derivation, like, literally, even with Madara, like, you could have thrown a thing at him, he's like, why are you going to throw a thing at me? I'm the ultimate, blah, blah, blah. It was Naruto. The whole time. That's a whole series. That's a whole premise of Naruto. And then Naruto can make a giant ball or something. Yeah, but like, like, which is going to throw Naruto disguised as something else, and he's going to throw another thing. That's a whole right, series. Right, right. But, but I think you said something that's very appropriate. It's like, Anime is, in fact, art. It's just yeah. video art. But I love the fact that, as we've talked about, we've kind of talked around it, but like it's becoming more and more so. The integration between real-world fashion and anime is just, mm-hmm. it's so blurred now. Matter of fact, um, the album cover for Kids See Ghosts was done by Takashi Murakami, who is... Um, a designer in Japan. Mm-hmm. He's done. He's assisted on some animes. He's done things with other fashion brands. But the big news this week was, if you don't know this, um, Virgil Abloh, who started, yeah. who started um, uh, Off White, um, got new Louis Vuitton. Oh like I knew he, could, I knew he could do it. He got I'm named. So proud of him. He like, got named as a head of design for Louis Vuitton mm-hmm. a few months back ago, like a few months ago, and he just released his few his first Louis Vuitton collection, and it is point blank. The cleanest, probably the best Louis Vuitton collection I've seen since 1968. It's so fashion forward, yet so reminiscent of like the holographic Louis Louis bag. I was my good. They they have a tarp that is the greatest looking. It's a tarp. It's a giant tent that you wear in the rain, but it's the coolest looking thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Not only that, but I think it's really ironic 
that like he has a brand called Off White. Yeah. And his first Louis Vuitton collection was all white. Literally. Like I thought that was just like I'm like I'm like I know you did that on purpose. Of course. And I think you're hilarious, but also a genius. For yeah. That. And like then, Kanye cried. Like it was like, honest. I mean, obviously we all know about Kanye, and Kanye mm-hmm. was the first rapper to get a Louis Vuitton shoe. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, um, Martin Louis the King Jr. That obviously that was a reference mm-hmm. to him. It was like I am no longer Kanye West. They called me Martin Louis Vuitton. The third, whatever right. you want to say. So, um, and Virgil and Kanye, if you don't know, basically grew up in together. It's like the four of them. It's Virgil, Kanye, um, Don C, and Farnsworth Bentley. Mm-hmm. They were all there to celebrate. Um, because I don't know if I'm speaking this to truth, but Virgil Abloh is the first African-American head of design for Louis Vuitton. Yeah, and everyone was so mad because, like, people don't want to say, like, oh, I'm racist. That's why I, like, they're like, oh, he's not going to do a good job and, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and, like, literally just blew everyone out of the water. I'm like, what do you guys say now? Like, because like, literally everyone, like... A lot of people are like, hating on Virgil. Mm-hmm. And he honestly uh, put a lot of people in the high fashion scene mm-hmm. to shame. Exactly. For, him, for this to be the first collaboration with an African-American head of design who didn't go to fashion school in Milan because that's kind of like the requirement. Yeah. You have to study fashion in Milan to be accepted into this world. Yeah, just because it's the fashion capital. Like, there's other people who know stuff, like, outside of this, like... Absolutely blew it away. Um, Mm -hmm. There were um, people, there were famous people walking. Mm -hmm. There were famous people at the show. Um, He's very close with ASAP, uh, Rocky. Rocky has kind of become the fashionista of the rap world Mm -hmm. and is just kind of pushing things forward literally the all white off white suit is the most insane thing i've ever seen yeah it's an all white suit but then it has the imprints and the designs in off white and if you're not paying attention you're gonna miss it but if you know what's going on you're noticing you're like what is happening with this suit and Um, then like the runway like in general was so cool to me it was like a rainbow runway and then like all of the staff like working at like their individual spot like say you're on like the spot where like it like turns into red like you'd be wearing like a red shirt and then like oh like the staff is in like the spot that's like yellow or whatever like at the beginning like they'd be wearing a yellow shirt so literally like the runway and the people like sitting in the seats are like the rainbow like with it like that's just like so genius to me like just those little details that like you took into account like yeah, no. And it's fine. Um, and Takashi doing the album cover for Kids See Ghost, doing the collaboration with Off-White, but also incorporating back in, into some of the... He's doing a couple limited edition anime... No, okay. Manga covers that have integration of mm-hmm. Off-White into them. He has integration of um, the Balenciagas. Like, mm-hmm. the, what is that weird Netflix anime series? Devil or something or something? Oh, Devil Man Crybaby. That yeah. one. That was super weird. I tried to watch it. I'm like, this is. I know. The, the animation weird. was just kind of lazy to me. It I was super like... lazy, but I really like that fashion designers are taking characters. Yeah, like the dude in the yeah. all white. Yeah, yeah, they're taking these characters from these animes and these mangas and doing their, their, mm. their basically sketches for upcoming designs in the form of characters. There was a, there's a Japanese suit line who basically they drew the sketches for the upcoming suit collection. In anime characters like Sasuke's wearing yeah. one, Ichigo's wearing one, um, Mugen's wearing one. They even put Kipachi in a suit. Um, and the funny thing is, like his shoes are like crocodile colored, and then they made his eye patch the same crocodile color, mm-hmm. but his suit is all black and his shirt is the crocodile color. And I'm just like, right. it has like anime yeah. has transcended every aspect: sports, fashion. Obviously, it's now this thing where we have 
Netflix getting into anime. Hulu is really mm-hmm. actually besides Funimation and Crunchyroll, Hulu is probably making the biggest push to get anime out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a good time to be an anime fan. Really, really. Yeah, because like I always knew that like clothes like made like a big thing because like um, even like growing up. Like, I wasn't even, like, into fashion yet. But, like, Sasuke comes out in that, like, black romper. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, what's he about to do? <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't even, romper. like, like literally all he did was just put on, like, just, like, a black romper. And it was like, ooh. And it had, like, all the, like, weird, like, wraps on it, too. You're like, oh, dang, he's ready to go. Like, because it's just good character design. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're, like, dressed good, they look good. Just stuff like that. The one thing that did annoy me was the hair length. Hmm? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it always got shorter with each episode. <laughs> But um, speaking of which, this is a great transition because uh, one of the things uh, the standout reveals from E3 was Jump Force. Yeah. And so they already had the original set of characters that they uh, revealed. So Naruto, Goku, uh, Luffy, Frieza, I don't know. There, there was a list of them, obviously, as they're like in New York or whatever it was, Times Square. Um, they also later on, this actually this past week, in a video revealed Sasuke and Zoro going to be in the game as well, which yes. no one had any doubt because if you're gonna have Naruto, you can't leave out Sasuke, and then if you have Luffy, you can't have Zoro. You yeah. can't really leave out Zoro. Uh, so these are just like the first wave of characters that we that we're going to get in this. Um, obviously, they also showed uh, Light Yagami. No, not Yagami. Yagami's from something completely different. That was from Kazuno Stigma. I got mm-hmm. that one. But they had Light and then whoever the other guy is. Ryuk. Shinigami. Uh, yeah. Ryuk. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember his name. Ryuku or something like that. Uh, but they're actually not playable characters. But they will be a part of the story. Yeah, they said, and the reason they said that, they were like, well, if we made them playable characters, they'd just be too overpowered. Um, I don't understand that. Because technically... Again, and if this is depending on how serious they're going into the anime mm-hmm. rules, because um, the the Shin Megami, whatever his mm-hmm. name is, is technically already dead, so you really couldn't kill him. And then if you kill the guy, he would just be revived by the Shin Megami. So you have, and he'd be like fighting two characters. Wait, they can revive? I didn't, I didn't think the Shin Megami could do that. I thought, I mean, I thought so, but I guess there. I mean, there's some explanation for the Shin Megami being too powerful. Oh, gotcha. So. Uh, and I think this this is just obviously a list of a bunch of characters that we are going to see and we want to see uh, in Jump Force because we are assuming it's going to be a better version of J Stars. We hope. We go because honestly, I would love to see Midoriya and Bakugo. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if. Bandai can put their stake in for that, but I think that'd be really cool to see them in there. Would they put Bakugo in there, or would they put All Might? Uh, well, but um, you could still technically do All Might, even. But think about it. Like we've got Sasuke, like in the fourth Ninja War, he even has the half moon. He has to have the crescent moon. So like. That's a pretty overpowered Sasuke right yeah. there. So you could do technically All Might, and even when we see All Might, he's already weakening. Like yeah, you're right. So he's not yeah. he's not a prime All Might. Mm-hmm. However, yeah, you know that idea of a hundred percent, but his current hundred percent is not what it was. I mean, we did we have seen Doria use one million percent already, almost die. Yeah. Again, however, that one million percent is him. 
summoning every fiber of his being yeah, into and, one and, and punch. he's literally 12 so yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's literally no he's like 15 but yeah. he has time to recover so what we're looking at is it. if they do it because in mm, that's gonna be a spoiler I'll stop there because yeah. the, the, the percentage yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. anyways mm. I'm not gonna say anything thank you because you haven't seen <laughs> it and a lot of people who are probably listening like why would you say that it's, yeah but uh, is it like in the manga or something it's in the manga yeah. yeah so you'll see it eventually like what I'm and Matthew I think you have an idea of what I'm talking about uh, but we're not even even in season two we're not at that point yet, yeah. so um, I won't say it yeah but um okay what I was gonna say is like I think we're logically like mentally and physically and emotionally at the point we could have a conversation about um, Naruto being just as good or if not better than DBZ was. Um, obviously, DBZ is the forerunner of anime. It is what it allows anime. Did we have a discussion at some point yes. on a previous yes. episode? Yes, we have had discussion. But, like, the twist is, like, seeing how good my hero already is, if it continues on this trajectory, does it have the possibility of being better than Naruto mm-hmm. if anyone if any, at this point yeah, I think it's gonna be better than Naruto Honestly, but is it like, going to have on. the same is it gonna have the, 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 the I'm, I'm gonna cut you short because I know where you're going with this anyone who has read the manga will 110% say yes that is better than that is gonna be that as good as better than story it will be I will Listen, agree not, however, not, okay, however not, Naruto Naruto I, I, Naruto I'm fine with Naruto as, as a oh, manga Dragon Ball Z yeah that's what I'm saying is it going to Influ- reach dude, yes. as influential yes. as good as memorable yeah. like, I okay, think so I'm as memorable I'm already there okay listen I'm already there and I just watched I watched the anime okay so then yes this is for the viewers at home or the listeners at home not viewers you can't watch this. Especially yeah, for younger not, not kids. Yet. Um, listen, let me, let me tell you this right now. The reason why I say this comes down to one simple thing that I found myself uh, really uh, clicking and identifying with and noticing. The soundtrack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you are watching an anime and the thing that you're listening to is just like, is like, dude, the soundtrack just goes so well with it. Like, you're already so invested like in the, the show. Like, the original that, like, Naruto soundtrack. Yes. And it's I remember the first three soundtracks were, right. were legit. Yeah. So, and I think that that is something that uh, people really, like, when they're looking for, like, I'm looking for that. So... I do think that it is on track to be as influential as Dragon Ball Z in today's day and age, like even like listening to RDC World, like they just dropped a video uh, talking about like how soccer is an anime or whatever, uh, which is super funny. So you guys should go check it out on YouTube. Uh, but literally, whenever, so it's like if you guys have ever watched a sports anime, specifically soccer, there's always this point where it's just like the striker and the keeper, and it's just like. He tries to shoot it, but the keeper is just like insanely good for no reason. Right. And he's he just like blocks it and like it goes out, and then it goes like the second player, and he's just like, You have to do it. He's like, I've only done that move once right. <laughs> in a practice. And he's right. like, and so he does it again and he scores. And if you're listening to it, they overlaid one of the tracks from My Hero Academia. The they plus, did the plus ultra they song. Did. Mm-hmm. So if like you know what I'm talking about, they did it and when Midoriya's fighting Todoroki at the sports oh, festival. Yeah. That sound, whenever he was first doing the entrance exam and he like knocked the mess out of that robot for the very first time using mm-hmm. all for one or one for all. Yeah, they overlaid that track. So even just stuff like that, I think really adds to the case that people care about the small details, how it fits into episodes. Yeah. 
and the storyline yeah. is really unmatched by anything else that's currently. I'm going to speak to the soundtrack a little bit because I've been listening to that for a while, and I know, Matt, you said you heard me mention this a few times. I listen to that soundtrack, at least a couple songs, once a day. Period. I have right. to hear that because the soundtrack is so dope. Not only the first one, but even the second one mm-hmm. as well because I got two of them. And there's one song in particular on there on the first one, uh, Hero A. Mm-hmm. I love the way it starts. You got that little drum drum rhythm and it just goes into the, like, the little guitar rhythm and it's just, it's so it's so dope, subtle, yeah. but then it kind of, it almost gets you that hype feeling. Like, mm-hmm. You're like, bro, like this is, this is it. Um, it will be memorable. It will for this the younger generation now that is watching anime and those moving forward. It will be memorable. The only thing we'll have to wait and see is it going to make more money. That's something that we're going to see over time. But Dragon Ball Z has presented itself as the like the money maker for all of anime because of its longevity, its revival of of the fandom, yeah. and, those, and its fan service. Yeah. So will it eclipse that? That's time will tell, but I don't know if it will. In terms of the money aspect, it probably won't, just because they've found ways to continue the Dragon Ball series. Started with Dragon Ball, then it goes to Dragon Ball Z. Uh, They tried it once with Dragon Ball GT. We're not going to talk about that. Then then they retconned, and and they went into Super, and they have movies and specials. I mean, there were good elements in GT. Terrible execution. Yeah, terrible execution. Terrible execution. Uh, Like, obviously, because they found ways to continue this storyline... Uh, for Dragon Ball, it's always going to be the forefront and the money maker. So I don't think it'll pass in terms of that because, as of right now, the way My Hero set up, it's set up for a, a, a finite ending. Yeah. Uh, they could probably continue like a little bit after that that point, but you won't be able to continue it like they have been able to for Dragon Ball. But in terms of importance to anime, in terms of household names, then yes. Yeah, no, and I think the most important thing about it is that you said there's a finite ending to that, and it's just like, we all, there are moments in Dragon Ball Z that we all remember. The first time Goku goes to that super monkey mode, and then the first time we see, like, for me, it was the first time we saw Majin Buu, and then it was just like, oh, this dude is for real, and then kills everybody. And then we get Kid Boo and he's even worse. And they're like, what is happening? Why is this guy here? And then it's just like, Goku dies. And the first time you see Goku die, it's like, oh no, the world is doomed. And he comes back 45 different times. But like, the, those memorable moments, like, I will probably never forget the second where uh, um, Todoroki and Midoriya going going at it at a sports festival. And um, like, Midoriya gets Todoroki to go like, 100 percent I said that is ingrained in my brain. And then the soundtrack just hits up with plus ultra and you're just like, yo, that is by far the definition of like a single episode, not even a single episode, a single moment where you progress a story, you give us great visuals Mm -hmm. and a great fight in a single in a single like five minutes. I've never when is the last time we watched an anime that can do all three of those things and more in a single moment? To be honest, like, and that's only one of like a handful of moments if i could name the top four like on my list right now that do that obviously majority versus todoroki that particular image the first time he uses one for all where he's where he punches the lights out of that robot and all might's just like clench your butt cheeks kid and yell <laughs> yeah. that i should like i wanted to finish that sentence because that would have been like weird just like end on that like clench your butt cheeks no <laughs> um those who watch it should know yeah the, those who watched it they they just know um and honestly the last one would have to be 
Uh, well, no, sorry. The last two um, versus muscular. Midoriya versus muscular, where he goes a million percent, and then also the United States of Smash. Yeah, um, that was, yes. was yeah. With all my versus the, the transfer of power also. as a decoy. Because <laughs> honestly, he learned that watching Midoriya. Yes, like there's there's like mm-hmm. I, I loved that like that scene was so iconic. Not only the the, the United States, but like Midoriya sacrificing a limb to get that hidden. Like, and Oma has never truly been in a position like that. So for the Student to yeah. be, the, you know, the teacher was great writing. Like it was amazing. Yeah, and it was honestly, it's like it's, like, it's four generations of, it's literally four generations of, uh, or I guess technically three generations of uh, one for all coming into fruition. It's Gran Torino telling All Might to, you know, you can't go against him like head on. You got to use your head. It's All Might remembering his. Uh, his training from his master and remembering the memories she taught him. It's him taking the things he's learned from watching his protege. Mm-hmm. And it's his protege witnessing his teacher put it all together. And I'm like, now it makes sense why Midoriya is destined to be not only All Might, but All Might plus Ultra. Right. Like, it only makes sense. Like, Midoriya, I, like, I like what you did there. You see what I'm, I'm nice at this thing, man. Let me... Infant status is no longer on my name ever. I'm out here for now, anyway. <laughs> With reason. I love, <laughs> within reason, I'm out here. And I love how, like, at first they started making the smash was like kind of a joke. Yeah, like, Missouri right? smash. Yeah. Missouri <laughs> like, smash. No, I lost it when he said Detroit smash. <laughs> but then all of a sudden like he said like time. United States. I was like, oh. yo. <laughs> they took all these jokes and made them into the most like epic. Like, oh my gosh, it's the whole country. <laughs> but, like, but, like the, I, I think like you also have to take into account like. You knew from the beginning, watching this show, that they pulled from uh, the Eastern world, like the Eastern world, pulled mm-hmm. from the Western world in terms of what it means to have comics, what it means to have characters, and then they integrated it into their style. Yeah. But then they used they take the but so that that was just a kind of a culmination to let you guys know, right? Like, hey, by the way, we watch y'all. You're on our radar. Like, right, yeah. It was so, it's Hold so on. dope. I, I just want to go ahead and take a moment, because I just want to shout our boy Tonks out, because the last time he was on there, he's like, y'all are always hyping it up. I need to get back on it. And so, dude, you really do need to watch this. Like, I don't know what you're waiting for. And this new arc in the manga is getting ready to get started? Boy. Bruh. Boy. Like, you don't like, know. Like, you don't. Oh, my like, goodness. I wish both of y'all read Cause I'm right about to now, start now. I have to. Yo, yeah, I hang out with y'all way too much. Really <laughs> like, <laughs> like, one of us is gonna act. Because I feel so bad for y'all to be like, "Yo, did you see the?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like House Moving Castle watching y'all try to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's because like I was talking about it with uh, I saw I saw Rev I saw Rev last night and we started talking about it where like like the cr- the new crisis is here. However, they you know they they drop hints about it like a, a chapter or two ago, mm-hmm. which you yeah. remember, which would have been like one eighty five, I think, yeah, something like that. Yeah, one eighty five was a hit, and then and all of a sudden like things start happening. My man, Endeavor. Yo, it's like honestly, yo. and for those of you slight spoiler warnings for those that haven't watched the latest episode of My Hero Academia. Oh, also just heads up, they. Uh, reach that point of that like season where they're no longer doing same day dubbing, simul dubbing yeah, yeah. or whatever. So just keep that in mind. So a lot of if you're waiting for the English version, you're gonna wait for like a week or like two weeks or whatever it is. Uh, but yeah, because of what happened now and all my 
losing one for all. Endeavor is now the number one hero. And let me tell you, spoiler? you won't he said really. Yeah, okay, okay, I said yeah, spoiler. Uh, like you really, I just love how um, they. And we talked about this a couple weeks ago. They, it's not like Naruto where you're just following Naruto. There's so many other moving pieces yes. to it, mm-hmm. and you're seeing yes. all the character development happening. Especially the one thing I loved about this last arc was uh, Deku Midoriya recognizing that I can't be the one to call out to Bakugo. It's like, uh, Kirishima, it has to be you. You guys have built up a rapport. You guys are really good friends. Like, yeah. seeing that progression happen. Like, they've been doing this since day one. And, like, after, like, when we when I read it and then watching it happen, like, you can see those moments where, like, starts to make progressions. And then you have uh, Kaminari and Mineta hanging out. And I was like, yo, duh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's like, Kaminari, I expected more of you. Like, at first, right. you're like, all right, now you know, Mineta's like, duh. One thing I also like is when Midori, like... And this has already, like, been seen. We've been now doing this for, you know, two and a half seasons. Um, so, like, uh, this is not really a sport. Like, it's, like, when Deku grows, um, Shigaraki mm-hmm. grows. Like, the, the two of them are such parallels. Like, you see one progress. Oh, hey, guys, by the way, don't forget Shigaraki is out here. Well, and, like, he's and still at least, doing at least things. in this case, Shigaraki is the one that took the jump first. Facts. That's true. That's actually true. He did. So. So now, so now that we've seen Shigaraki, like the beginning stages, now we're gonna start to see uh, Deku make that same type of development, which I'm really freaking excited for this next one. Like I can't, yeah. I really can't express how much I really want to say it, but we can't. But I think that is all that we have time for. It, it is always a pleasure having spicy chicken flavor on here, yeah. Mr. Chancellor, uh, the fashion icon of Kansas City. Where can they uh, find you at, Brody? On Instagram. That's like my main one, spicy chicken flavor. Uh, I forget my Twitter. I never use it anyway. Is it, okay. uh, I think it's, it's like, like church camps or whatever, yeah. something like that. But if I couldn't we, think of anything. I was just like, I really like church camps. I was a little excited. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want to change it. It's like, yeah. it's too much of a pain to change it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, make sure you're following him on Instagram. Like I said, Spicy Chicken Flavor. Uh, also does some dope art as well. He does mm-hmm. zombie portraits. Mm-hmm. Or you just recently started doing that again. Yeah, that's just what I do over the summer to like make money. But like, I like to do a lot of other stuff too. I recently got into sculpture. Mm, yeah. I remember we talking about mm-hmm. that. Uh, so yeah, make sure you follow him. Uh, also, make sure you're following us on all our social media. Tweet at us your thoughts, your feelings. What are your standout moments and character building from My Hero Academia? Like I said, tweet at us at Eman Podcast. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Eman Podcast. For those of you also slight insert that have updated your Instagram, IGTV is now a thing. We'll be posting more stuff on there. Uh, some more behind the scenes type stuff when we're recording. So make sure you're following us and put notifications on for our channel. You'll see more stuff from us on there. So E-Man Podcast is the Instagram handle. And we're on Facebook, back, uh, facebook.com, backslash even more about nothing. And also don't forget about our company stuff. Can't leave that off here. Life of Pablo, life of P-Dot. P-Dot. Uh, we are White Noise LLC. That's W-H-I-T-E-N-O-I-Z LLC. And with that, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you.